When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The night may be long and the dark may be deep, but the answers are there to be found. Whether it's the normal, the abnormal, or the paranormal, you're in the right place. Let's go beyond reality. Welcome to the world of the unusual, the bizarre, and yes, even the macabre. This is Beyond Reality Radio. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the program. Uh, J.V. Johnson still feeling a little bit under the weather, so Bruce Markison back with you for a Thursday night edition. Uh, We anticipate, though, J.V. will be back Monday for the start of Monster Week coming up here on Beyond Reality Radio. Hope you're having a good evening and hope you're ready for a good show tonight. Uh, Our guest will be Vincent Jenna, a psychic, and we'll be doing some readings. We'll talk more about his appearance in just a moment. But as we get started on the program, we always like to remind you about the different ways to follow this show. And there are a number of ways. Go to our very fine website, beyondrealityradio.com. You can listen in there, beyondrealityradio.com. Also, during the course of the show, we welcome you to our chat room. You can find that on YouTube. Just go to JV Johnson on YouTube. Participate in the chat comment on the show or whatever else might be of interest to you. That's our chat room. You can follow us on Facebook at Beyond Reality Radio. Again, that's at Beyond Reality Radio. Also, other forms of social media. We're on Snapchat and Instagram, and we will be taking your calls a bit later on tonight. Our toll-free number, if you want to write it down, 844-687-7669. Again, that's 844 844- Six eight seven seven six six nine, and if you'd like to follow me on Facebook, that's always welcome too. Just go to my page and on Facebook, just to type in at Ghostly Gallery. It's all one word at Ghostly Gallery. Um, find out the latest on horror, sci-fi, the paranormal, ghost tours that I offer, all sorts of stuff. Upcoming appearances on this show. Uh, fun page. We enjoy putting it together, and hope you join us at Ghostly Gallery. All right, we will be taking listener calls later in the program tonight. We'll be um, doing some readings because tonight's guest is a psychic, Vincent Jenna. He has been on the program before, and he'll return to do some ghost busting and also help listeners uncover any possible skeletons in their closet. So that'll be coming up over uh, much of these next two hours. As we look ahead toward next week, it will be Monster Week. On Monday, JV will talk to Constantinos, a cult author who will present the occult truth behind vampires and werewolves. Really looking forward to that show. On Tuesday night, JV's guest is Carlin Betcha, author and illustrator. I actually talked to Carlin, I believe it was back in the spring, promoting her new book, which now is out. It is out this fall. It is called Monstrous, and it's a book about the lore, the gore, and the science behind your favorite monsters. Uh, It's a book that's actually appropriate for children and young adults. Uh, Just was thumbing through it earlier. Really nicely done. 
So Carlin Betcho returns to the program to talk about her new book, Monstrous. That's coming up uh, next Tuesday. And then as Monster Week continues, Wednesday night, JV's guest will be Robert Biddo. He is the author of the new book as well, Mexican Monsters. He'll be introducing us to the cryptids and legendary creatures of Mexico, many of them new to the English-speaking world. And I find this particularly interesting because I have a little bit of a connection to Mexico. My parents, way back in the 1960s and 70s, were travel agents, and most of their business was to Mexico. And as a result, my sister and I often accompanied them on trips to Mexico. So uh, we went to a number of uh, cities there, Mexico City, Guadalajara, Puerto Vallarta, Acapulco. Um, It's been a while since I've been there, but uh, certainly familiar with Mexican culture back in the 70s and 80s. And uh, so I'll be interested to hear uh, what Robert Biddo has to say about these legendary creatures Uh, that come from the country of Mexico. So that's next week, Monster Week, right here on Beyond Reality Radio. We'll take our first break momentarily, and after the break, we'll begin the conversation with Vincent Jenna. He is a psychic, author, and spiritual teacher. Uh, He has a website. If you want to log on to that, it's vincentjenna.com. By the way, Jenna is spelled G-E-N-N-A. So it sounds like a J, but it's spelled with a G, vincentjenna.com. He's also the radio host of a program called Stop Stopping Yourself, and that can be heard on Unity Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. So we're back with Vincent Jenna. You're listening to Beyond Reality Radio. Did you know that online retailers like Amazon have constant deals that can save you money on the things you buy every day? It's no joke. Save 40%, 50%, even 80% on great products, and all you have to do is know about them. Noodle Shark is the way to be alerted when something good is coming your way. Noodle Shark is the social media page that lists great deals that not only save you money, but give you the deals before anyone else has them. All you have to do is find Noodle Shark on Facebook. Search it as The Noodle Shark. That's The Noodle Shark, because you deserve to save too. Become a Shark and save. Uh, my name Bruce Markison, and glad to have a chance to talk to our guest tonight. His name is Vincent Jenna. He is a psychic, an author, and a spiritual teacher. Vincent is really known as the tell it like it is and truly authentic spiritual teacher and psychic therapist. He combines an extraordinary uh, psychic ability along with academic credentials and an all-loving approach to providing healing for the body, the mind, and the spirit. He has more than 36 years of training, research, and experience in the fields of the metaphysical, psychology, and the spiritual as well. So we welcome to Beyond Reality Radio, Vincent Jenna. Vincent, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks for inviting me. It's always fun to be here, that's for sure. This will be great. Terrific, terrific. Um, Let me start off by asking kind of a a basic question. I I look at myself as someone that has absolutely no psychic abilities. Maybe I'm wrong. Is it true that everybody has psychic abilities, or does only a percentage of the population have it? What's your feeling on that? Oh, no. 
Absolutely everybody has it. Another word for psychic ability is intuition. You're tapping into the exact same place that I tap in and other psychics tap in. Uh, Carl Jung, the student of Sigmund Freud, called it the collective unconscious mind. Um, it's also known as the Akashic Records. It's also known as the mind of God. It's where all knowledge resides about each and every one of us, and you have to have it, otherwise your soul couldn't even exist. So, yes, we all have the ability now, of course, some come into the world and incarnate here with a little bit more open because that was their plan, and some others can learn how to open it more. Everybody can actually learn how to open it more. I do classes, and I teach people who have absolutely no experience in it to be able to open up. Even my own wife, who um, was, has been with me this entire time through my process, she has never tapped in, not even had mediumship ability, and she took one class for a week, and all of a sudden she was able to see spirits on the other side and make connections. Mm. So everybody has the capacity. That's the wonderful thing about it. All right, without going through one of your complete lessons, although that does sound uh, rather appealing, uh, how would somebody like me, I've, I've never considered myself psychic in any way, what are some of the basic things that I can do to try to tune in to this maybe hidden ability that I have? Yeah, great question. Okay, so I will tell you this right now. You have been using it your entire life. You just don't know it. You know that gut feeling that you get that you tend to go off of? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, there you go. That's your psychic ability. So now you first have to understand that you have it. You have to believe. So it may be, you may believe that, all right, I have a small level of it that I'm aware of, okay? So at least start somewhere in your belief of it. That begins to open up the channel. The second thing is you have to be aware, aware of uh, what may be out there, aware of different messages that can be coming through, and they usually come through your imagination. It comes through your mind's eye. Um, you know when we see those things from the corner of our eyes or those flashes, mm -hmm. or we get this, this inner knowing internally. It may not come as a vision. It may come as a knowing, something Oh, I shouldn't go over here. I don't know why, yeah. but for some reason I should go down this street. So become aware, more aware of your surroundings. We tend to walk through life using only two to three senses at a time. We have six of them, but because, and, and the sixth one, of course, uh, being the sixth sense, um, we can only use a couple of them at a time because there'd be too much stimulation. So usually your vision and your hearing go along as you're walking somewhere, or then all of a sudden the smell and the taste will kick in, hmm. um, or feeling on your skin as to what the weather is, um, and, and so the sixth sense then causes you and needs you to be more aware of your surroundings, just uh, living in the moment, opening up to what could be out there, and then the third thing is honoring your inner voice, that inner knowing, that voice that may say to you, 
don't go here. Or somebody is saying, hey, hello, it's mom. You know, and you go, wait a minute. Okay, no, uh, you know, I'm just, just making that up right now. You don't. You just say, all right, well, if I'm getting that, I'm getting it for a reason. Maybe there's somebody here saying hello. Maybe this knowing is coming to me because I'm supposed to follow it in some way. Let me pay attention to it. And the more you do that, the more it opens. That combined with the most important part of the process, clear out your mind of all those negative thoughts, of all those doubts, those fears, issues from the past. The more you clear out the negative stuff, the more you're opening up your channel. So whenever I teach psychic and mediumship uh, skills, I also teach the spiritual journey skills, how to go through life um, with more compassion, how to forgive yourself, how to let go of those things, because it's all connected together. And so the more you open up your channels in your heart, you're actually opening up your channels to the mm. other side and to your psychic ability. So that's a quick lesson right there, okay? Yeah. Now that's interesting because I would have thought negative thoughts might have led to a psychic encounter, but you say no, That's it's the opposite of that. It's the opposite, and you can never, if you maintain your negative thoughts, it's a filtration system. So that means the messages that come through, you can't necessarily trust them because you don't know whether you're filtering them and you're adding something to it, um, and you're making it so. That's how anybody can tell a good psychic from a bad psychic. The moment they tell you something that's really negative. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that because the psychic tells you, oop, I'm kind of feeling because I'm also a medical intuitive, and so what happens is is I can see within a person if maybe they have a tumor or growth and they need to get to a doctor, okay? But it won't come out in a disastrous, frightening way. It, it will always come out in a loving, all right, this is something you might need to pay attention to. I'm feeling a little health issues over here. Um, I'm feeling that your car needs a little repair. I would go and check the tires because I'm getting that feeling. Oh, you know what? Um, I'm getting, you like biking. You like bicycling, don't you, with your family? You do that on weekends. Do me a favor. This weekend when you go bicycling, pay attention to what you're doing because I'm kind of feeling you getting distracted. And if you get distracted, you might have an accident and hurt yourself. So why don't you just pay attention? So anything that may sound negative or information that I get may sound like that. It's more of a caution. It's more of a warning. And it always has to come out lovingly. When it comes out, oh, my gosh, forget it. You've got a curse on you. Um, for $2,000, I can get rid of the curse. You know you pick up your stuff and you run the other way because yeah. you are not getting a legitimate reading. Do you watch other psychics on television? I absolutely do. <laughs> and your, your overall for the fun of it, first of all, and and here's the, the terrible thing. Well, it's actually a good thing. Uh, I am going for my own television show now, nationally. I've got several different producers that are pitching me to several different uh, nice. stations and networks, and they've all seen my stuff. So we're working on that. But you come to find out more about the television shows and how not natural they are. Mm. They're produced. Yeah. You know, it's about entertainment when they put something on television. I'm trying to get a television show to get messages out there that can help everybody. And, yes, I can do it in an entertaining way. I'm a fun guy. Hey, I'm a New York Italian guy. I'm going to have <laughs> some fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, 
but but people have to begin to realize that um, you know not every answer is going to be a yes, especially with some of the mediums. All of a sudden, all you hear is yes, you're right. Oh, oh my gosh, you got it. They don't realize that all the no's that didn't make any sense. No, that doesn't relate to me. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's all cut out. You know, and it's narrowed down to all the wonderful yeses, and everything sounds fabulous and great. And so people come to expect that that's what they're going to get from a reading, and it's not. You know, this you got to be real and understand that this isn't just getting on an Apple iPhone and making connection with the other side, and the connection is as good as the you know the the waves and the antenna that you're you're tapping into yeah. or the service you're using. It's not like that. We have to interpret what we're receiving. We have have to filter it through our own personality, through our own issues. That's why I've done a lot of personal work in my life so that my stuff doesn't get in the way. You know what I mean? Sure. So it, it takes more than just uh, uh, asking somebody to come and let's make a connection. Oh, mom's here. Oh, yeah, she says hello, and she said she didn't like the spaghetti sauce you made the other night. She <laughs> says it's not like hers. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen like that, you know. Um, but we do the best we can, and I'm an evidential medium. I try to get pieces of evidence of the person who's with me. Um, but it is interesting, and it's very difficult work. I don't want people to think that it's easy. Um, anything to do with an, another sense, isn't it? Isn't it yeah. difficult just to go with our five senses in life and interpret things and make sure that we're doing the right stuff? Now, just add that sixth one. It makes it that much more difficult, and it gives you a greater responsibility. That's at least how I feel about it. Yeah, that's a good way to think. Vincent, everybody has lost someone, whether it's parents, siblings, friends, or some combination of the above. What are the signs that we can look out for? Um, Maybe they're visual, maybe it's something to do with hearing, but what are signs that someone from the other side is actually trying to communicate with us? Oh, Bruce, what you just said, it's all of the above and then some. So, so the visual, uh, like I said, there could be feelings of, of somebody looking over your shoulder or you see a flashing light going through. Most people see it through the corner of their eye. One of the things that everybody has to understand is the spirits will only appear to you in the way your human mind can accept them. So some people can accept more. Some people who are skeptic don't see anything. It doesn't mean that they're not there. It just means that your mind is not allowing uh, their appearance, their signs, their word, whatever they're communicating to you. So they try to do it in the best way they can. A couple of ways that they will do it is outside of you, outside of your mind. So you, you hear all about the butterflies appearing. Butterflies are always around. They're easy to control. They're also really pretty, and they're very noticeable, right? Those and dragonflies. Um, everybody tends to notice one when they're in the area. And so on the other side, in that realm, they can manipulate that to direct them in, in, to your home or their hanging around, that could be a sign that, and it's usually, it's really interesting, guys, male spirits, souls, uh, tend to send different types of sign than females do. Females like the, the butterflies. Okay, butterflies tend to uh, be more on the feminine side, so females will send that, or 
flowers. All of a sudden, there are flowers in your home that are blooming that never bloomed before or blooming at the wrong time. That's one. Or you smell the aroma of a, whether it be a person, whether it be a cologne that the person wore, or the fact that they liked flowers and now you're smelling roses out of the clear blue. Birds, particularly cardinals, cardinals again stand out, right? They're bright red, and everybody notices the cardinals. The other birds tend to blend in with each other other than blue birds, but cardinals really stand out, so therefore they send cardinals around. I know a lot of people that know, and this is where the men come in. Males tend to send a cardinal around, like, uh, and they'll and they'll know. People will know. I was just thinking about my father today, and there was a cardinal at my window, and it just sat there um, during half of the day, and it was pecking at my window, and it even looked at me. I knew that was my father. Um, uh, they also like change. <laughs> I love that. Dimes and pennies. I don't know why they don't, you know, half dollars and, and silver dollars. That would be really nice if they can drop those around, but yeah. those are too heavy. So it's always a dime and a penny, and they're where you would never expect them. Or they're right by your car door, or you walk out the front door, and there is a dime. They can manipulate that a little bit easier. And also then special songs that come on the radio, you're ha you, out of the clear blue, you happen to be thinking about them, chances are they're present. So there's so many different signs that they show us, Bruce. We just have to keep our eyes and ears and our senses open for them, and they'll be there. We don't want to make them up just all of a sudden because we see a bird. Oh, that must be the whole family. Oh, well, you know, it's just like, no, it doesn't happen that way, and it doesn't happen all the time. Mm -hmm. But it usually is during a time that you're thinking, during a birthday or a celebration, especially the person, the deceased loved one's anniversary in some way. Um, or, or you're ill, something is wrong, and the deceased loved one wants you to know that they're there to help you. You will receive those kinds of messages. Um, those those are more of the subtle and the subjective messages for sure, but they're there all the time. Let me ask you about telephone calls. My father died oh. back in 1997, and a few years later, my sister got a call. She was living in an apartment in Manhattan at the time. She heard a voice, uh, couldn't really understand the words, heard almost a grumbling sound but it sounded like my father's voice is there anything to that the 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 phone call from beyond absolutely absolutely and and thank you for bringing that up because i forgot to mention electronics and how they use electronics but yes um of course in dreams they always come in dreams that's going to be the easiest way but beyond the dreams they call your name or you will hear their voice um a friend of mine uh, their son had died unexpectedly and on the anniversary of his passing Every member of the, the family, the immediate family, his sister, his mom, and his dad, all wound up receiving an old text message appeared on their phones. Mm. 
Mm. Now, the more electronics that we've come to use in the physical state, the more they're able to manipulate on the other side. So phones are great that way. So literally an old message that they had had on their phone just appeared as mm. if it came in that day. They're able to do that. And so they all called each other and said, oh, my God, did you get a message from Jeremy? It just appeared on my phone. And they all acknowledged it and validated it. And that's really crazy. You know, when you get an old message coming up or the phone rings, other people have told me that the phone rang and it was their, their loved one's old cell number but nobody answered. They couldn't hear anything when they went to answer the phone. Mm. But it rang from them. And their service has been off ever since their passing. So it's, it's amazing the capacity. And the more we're open up to it, we actually empower that. We actually give them the ability to contact us more because our energy is raised and they actually use that energy. That's actually what even physical mediumship is all about. The ability for a spirit to use the energy of the medium mm -hmm. in order to get a message through or even something even become a, a peer. An apparition is, is done that way. Um, so the, the more a person can accept, it's not that they're convincing themselves that they're receiving these messages. They're actually allowing the connection to become stronger and therefore the message to become stronger. Now, my father came from the era before cell phones. He never had one, never used one. He would have to use an old rotary phone, I think, to contact yeah, us. Yeah, I know. And, and, but the good thing is he's on the other side yeah. with uh, Nikola Tesla and all those guys, <laughs> and they're probably teaching him how to use one anyway. Yeah. And Now, i got to tell you something funny about that, Bruce, which is absolutely crazy. Dr. Gary Schwartz is a scientist, and he studies a lot of paranormal, and he is in the process of working with medium that actually is communicating, and this is what they believe, with uh, Nikola Tesla, and they are creating right now a cell phone that can communicate with the beyond. Wow. Yes, because you're able to record that, right? EVP units, and they have all these electronic devices that can record the energy. So they figured if you can record the energy, and it is all about energy, why can't you tap into that energy and then allow it to translate so that they can actually speak and communicate? And they are already receiving messages. And I used to make fun in saying that Apple was going to be the first one to come out with an app, I just know it, that you'll be able to communicate <laughs> with them on the other side, yeah. and it's going to put us mediums out of business, but there you go, we got somebody making their own new phone, uh, you know, yeah. it's crazy, but it's going to happen. Yeah, it's amazing how phones have become so pervasive and now heading into the areas of supernatural and the paranormal. Uh, Vincent, we're only about a week out from Halloween, one of my favorite holidays of the year. Um, some people say that, you know, Halloween is the day or the night when this veil between the living and the dead is at its thinnest. And maybe we can uh, have experiences or encounters with evil spirits, bad mojo. Is there anything that people can do to protect themselves from these problems on Halloween? 
Wow. Yes. Boy, you ask really profound questions when it comes to the paranormal, Bruce. I believe you're extremely psychic and well, intuitive. Otherwise, to, you wouldn't admit, even be able to come up with questions like that. I have to admit, I do ghost tours here in central New York. So, Oh, but, my gosh. Well, you gotta, I've got to come there and do one with you because <laughs> you can bring, me, bring everybody around and I can talk to the ghosts and let... <laughs> and get a communication yeah. going. Um, yes, it, it's the same way that I do it. Again, once again, we each have our own lights. We, we were created where energies, right? Where energies having a physical experience. So that means we, we are an energy, and energy is, has a light to it. The, the more you work on yourself, the more positive you become, the brighter your light. Well, lost spirits do not like the light. They feared it, which is the reason why they didn't go through it to start with. They didn't know where they were going. They, they, they led a bad life, a very negative life, or it was a crisis in the way that they died, very traumatic. So they didn't go through the light. They didn't cross over into the, into the better dimension. So that's why they're here. But so they don't like light. Your light is a natural protection against anything that's negative. It just pushes it away. So the more positive you are, the more fun and, and, and loving time that you're having on Halloween, it, the, the more protected you will be. Now, Halloween in itself, that was a, a holy day. It was a, a religious day. It's All Souls Eve, Hallow's Eve, is, is actually about praying for the lost souls. And, and religion knew that there was a purgatory and a limbo. Of course, they didn't call them ghosts. They just said, if you committed venial and mortal sin, you'll go into purgatory, limbo, and hell. Well, the, where is purgatory and limbo? It's the, dis, it's the dimensions between here, it's more of the earthly dimensions, and the heavenly dimensions. And so we prayed for them for the purpose of them not bothering us. Um, as a matter of fact, Todos Santos in Mexico is all about that. All pray for the souls that are lost, even the good ones, because you don't want them coming back and haunting you. So... Uh, it's always about being positive, putting out some prayer there. We don't even need to say, oh, protect me, um, oh, God, Archangel Michael. Everybody prays to Archangel Michael. He actually hates that because he's, he, he hates the sword and he hates the shield that everybody put in his hand. Yet they, none of the angels have anything to do with swords and shields, and they do not do any type of protection. They empower us. They make us feel stronger. They make us feel more powerful so we can protect ourselves. And we do that. So that's all you have to do is think positive. Think about the fun you can have, not the negative about it. And you will ward off all the other stuff. But if you're going to be curious and you're those type of people that get fascinated over spirits, go ahead. You'll just yeah. open the door and you never know what you're going to get trick-or-treating at your door this Halloween. How about visiting a cemetery on Halloween? Good idea yeah. or bad <laughs> idea? That is so much fun. I have been brought around to the most haunted places around, and especially over in Chicago, and I did go to some cemeteries. And, of course, 
so here, that's what I was just saying, right, Bruce, is if you're going to be curious and you're going to be doing things like that, then yes, then expect to get haunted, expect to get spooked. Mm. Of course, in cemeteries, there's going to be some negative energies hanging around, and, and, and misery enjoys company, so they love fear, and they may do stuff to, to try to scare you and frighten you. The whole reason why you're doing that to start with is you do want to be spooked. Who goes to a cemetery at night? unless they want to be spooked, unless they want to feel creepy, right? Don't we create haunted mansions for people to go to on Halloween so that they could be scared? We're really a crazy, you know, being here that we love being scared and spooked, right? But yeah. then when something serious happens and they follow us home, now we don't like that idea, that's for sure, and they call me up to get them out of the house. Yeah. How about conducting a seance on Halloween? You ever done that? Well, um, yeah, the, the, the thing about seances is I don't, I can, I can always do a seance, I do it differently. I just call the spirits and good spirits. I don't need to sit there with a circle of people and holding hands and everybody think of the ghost. That was all very dramatic. It was also to produce a physical mediumship again. We were going to try to make an apparition appear. We were going to try to bang the table or bang the drum or blow on the horn. And a lot of that was dramatized and, and all charlatan and phony. Okay, um, So a real seance is just a matter of, again, you have a deceased loved one you want to make a connection with, then you're thinking of that person in good light. But if you're doing it on Halloween and you can get the Ouija board out too, expect to tap into something that you just don't want. So you're, it's, you know, uh, curiosity killed the cat, you know, so things like that can happen. And certainly it can seem like a lot of fun. It, those are the types of things that you don't necessarily just want to play with unless you have some really good control over yourself. I've never, ever done anything off-kiltered like that on Halloween. I've actually done many gallery readings on Halloween, but in a very loving, spiritual way, in a very honoring of the soul's way. And it's very powerful because, yes, the veil is thin because everybody's thinking about it. We're the ones that thin the veil. Uh, give us a quick rundown about your website. It's vincentjenna.com. That's Jenna with a G. A summary of what people can find there. Well, first of all, they, they find uh, information about my background, who I am, ways of connecting with me and communicating with me. Uh, they also have uh, resources on there, different books that I recommend and even movies. Um, uh, I also have an, an online store where they can find some of the audios and lectures that I do, uh, links to my upcoming events. I've also added my podcast. I do a Unity radio show, an online radio show, and I have mm -hmm. podcasts to that. They can find that on there. So different ways of being able to communicate with me, content, they can ask me questions and get directed to areas that are going to be of interest to them and of help to them. That's my, my primary concern is to be able to help them with that, whatever issues that they are dealing with in their lives. How many books have you written? 
Oh, listen to you. It's easier if you ask me how many books have been published. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the process, actually. I've run. I've read. Uh, sorry, written a lot of articles that have been published in many different journals, online and hard copy. Uh, I, I try to keep my writing up. It, my first book. I'm waiting right now to get published. That I'm hoping will be out soon, oh, at okay. least in 2020. And uh, I'm going to continue from there because everybody seems to really like the book. I go around and I talk a lot, but they were constantly asking me for a book of what I'm talking oh, about. So there's going to be many more to come, but several journal articles that can that appear all over uh, the internet and in different magazines and uh, and science journals, things like that. Yeah. Do you have a title yet for the book? Yes, I do. It's called God, It's Not Working, uh, One Man's Answer to Make Everything Work. And that's the whole point of it, is we've lost track of our greatest ability to make everything that we attempt work, and that's what this book is all about. And we all end up saying, no matter how many classes we take, no matter how many lectures we go to, we still end up saying, God, it's not working. Yeah. And so this answers why, what's not working, why it's not working, and how to get everything working again. And let's go to our first caller of the night. We have Doreen from Buffalo, New York. Doreen, you're on Beyond Reality Radio with Vince and Jenna. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I wanted to know if you could tell me what you see in, like, the next year going on in my life. And if you could tell me who my spirit guide might be. Hey, Doreen, it's nice to, to meet you. I'm glad that you called. Um, Thank you. Right. Actually, what I'm seeing is a lot of things that have been very confusing or emotional this year will settle down by next year. But you have to help it out. I'm seeing that there has been movement or, or, or within you uh, a rumbling, shall we say, of knowing that something is supposed to change, something new is supposed to happen, and you're waiting, you're waiting for direction, you're waiting for a sign, you're waiting, it just seems like you've been wanting something, that, that a direction and, and guidance, and 2020 is all about that, but it's in the rest of 2019 that you need to start sitting down, meditating, and asking your higher self to reveal to you your next phase of life, because that's what's coming up. And your next phase involves um, more about a a bigger type of career or vocation, a more impacting one. Um, um, you, so Archangel Michael, if you're asking who your major guide is, you can go to Archangel Michael. He really loves you. Uh, he also thinks you're very funny, and he says you need to use your words to really help people. You do that now. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. And so he wants you to go more in that direction because he says that's what you've been wanting anyway. You, you really want to change people's lives. You really want um, them to understand that there is more that they can do. And so there's been a lot of learning that you've been doing lately. I don't know if it's books you've been reading or lectures you've been going to, but you're expanding your knowledge base and you've been drawn to that because that's what you're meant to do coming up and focus more on that. 
that. So it's a settling down into that in 2020, where everything was coming to the surface in 2019. So this rumbling. So everything in your life, including your love life, settling down. So, um, okay. so it, it really, you need to be thinking about peace, calmness, harmony, and trusting, trusting yourself. You get these intuitive hits all the time. You need to start listening to them, inspirational hits. So helping others, counseling, guiding, um, opening up and, and healing your own love life. You know what I mean by that? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. And, and it's really going to work out. Now, you're not alone in all of this. Again, go to your, the higher guides. Don't worry about the smaller entities that have been here and now the spiritual guides on the other side. No. Our angels want us, and, and, and we use the word angels in Western world philosophy, but they're the beings, our brothers and sisters who never incarnated on earth. They want you to go to your source, your higher self, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, because that's where all your answers are. That's your greatest connection. And you're talking now, and Archangel Michael says you've got a one-way conversation going on. You need to open it up two ways, meaning expect a response. Does that make okay. sense, Doreen? Yes, it does. Thank all you. All right. Well, thank you for the call. We appreciate it very much. Let's go to our next caller on the line from Ocala, Florida, is Isabel. Isabel, welcome to the program. You're on with Vince and Jenna. Hey, Isabel. Hi, Vincent. Good to hear you. Same here. So what is your question for me, hon? Well, I'm going to be 85 in a couple months, and I'm God bless you. from the home I've been in with a relative to my own. My son's going to put his motor home for me to live in. And I've got macular degeneration, so I've got yeah. to live with not seeing too good. And I just want to know... Does it look okay for me? Because I'm really looking forward to having some peace and quiet and be able to live in... I know. You're, you're, you are definitely not one that wants to interfere in your children's life. I get that. I really do get that. Um, you, you allow as much help as you're comfortable with. Uh, yes, I think the motorhome, I kind of think that it's good for you to have your own space, but I don't think it's good for you constantly to be alone. And, and that's the problem. It's not that you have a companion in there with you that can help you, that can help guide you. And at times, I, you, you're independent in that way. And you know what? That's been good in your life. You've done a lot independently. And I know it. you just hate having to depend on anybody else. But understand that people love you. And it actually keeps them from worrying more by allowing them to be able to help you at this point. So the answer to your question is yes, in one way you will be able to have your own downtime because I certainly know even living with your children again or any other family member that you're not used to, it's like, oh, Bob, please, I need to get out of here already. I like the emptiness. Uh, but on the other hand, at this point in your life, you're really not meant to be alone. So allow them to be around you, hon, and, and just do the best you can. It's more about the quality of your life. Um, what would really be good for you is I don't know if you're into audiobooks. 
you need to start listening more to things that are going to keep your mind stimulated. Um, and that way you have your time to yourself where you can listen to these wonderful books and, and you're a very imaginative person and you, you like, go off into your own world mentally. Okay, um, that's going to help you more than anything else. You don't always need to be physically alone, and watch and watch any of the carpets on uh, around because I'm just not seeing you um, sure-footed at this point, and you don't want to trip and fall. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love to I love to listen to the audio books and I listen to the radio from the time I get up till I go to bed. Like right now, I'm listening. Oh, so, there you uh, go. You're unbelievable that. that way. So yeah. keep in that world. Create that fantasy world that isolates you from others that way. Um, and, yes, you definitely deserve your time. But like I said, don't, don't be afraid if there's others around that, that want to help you out. I, they only care and they only are worried. You know what I mean? Yes, Vincent, I do. My son said they'd stop by and see me. So it's not Good. like I'll be alone you know, all the time. But thank you so much, Vincent. Yeah. You're very welcome. It. I wish you the best. You're going to do fine, and You just keep going. Isabel, before you leave, you said you're coming up on your 85th birthday, right? Yeah, I'll be 85 in January. In January. Very, wow. What, what day in January? 30. Oh, that's 30th. that's my birthday as well. Very, very nice. Really? January 30th. It's, uh, the president's birthday. President oh. Roosevelt. Interesting. Birthday. Interesting. All right. Well, that's a great milestone yeah. birthday coming up. Number 85. Okay. Thank you, Isabel. We appreciate the call. Uh, next up, we have uh, TJ from Rhode Island. TJ, Hello, you're Wilson. on Beyond Thank Reality. Thank you very much. And since I'm half Italian for Vincent, Bonasera Paisan. Hey, Paisan, at least that's your better half, okay? <laughs> What's but, going on, uh, TJ? How can I help you tonight? Here, he would tell you I'm the respectful house skeptic, which according to somebody told me based on my birthday in December, I can't do anything about it. I want to believe. I have trouble believing. Uh, you, you are an evidentiary medium, and if that's helpful in this, all the more better for me. But I would take anything you can give me, say, the next two months of this year, anything coming up or a message from somebody who's already passed. So I'll leave it up to uh, dealer's choice here, and you go ahead and hit me. Go there by. you go. You are. Let me tell you something right now, TJ. You're not as skeptical as you think you are. You're intelligent, and you don't just take things at face value, and that's good. There, That's led you really well in your life, and it's going to continue to lead you. Now, here's the thing, is you're also good with, with the written word. So during the next, and I don't care how long it takes, in 2020, I would be thinking now of some research of what you can put down on paper in words. In other words, do some writing. Um, there are a ton of things inside of you welling up, and you want to get it out. Your words need to come out of you rather than holding them to you. You've always been that way anyway. And I'm getting a lot from mom and grandma. Is your mother deceased at this point? Yes, she is. Okay, yes. all right. And so um, she is telling me that you were always a talker as a child anyway. They couldn't shut you up. Is that correct? 
Uh, yes, and it's tough to say. I was shy with people. You know, you never can tell. I mean, generally. Well, in the home, let's put it this way. In the home where you felt safe, didn't you talk? Yeah, okay. Okay. So so on the outside, so here's the funny thing about that. Now, here you are, and I'm just finished saying that you're meant to write a book. Mom is saying that you were a talker anyway. You may have had a hard time speaking to the public, but being able to write your word and get it out to the public will allow you to be heard. You wanted to be seen. You really did want to be heard. Your words were very important to you. They weren't always appreciated, shall we say. And mom is saying that there was a more of a, of a restriction of your ability than a real support and nurturing of your ability. And you've done that on your own. You've brought yourself out more on your own. And so I'm getting the women in the family here uh, that are talking about the past for you. And I don't know if there was a, a, a criticism or something, but, but I'm not getting the, the over-nurturing for who you were. And an appreciation. Giving me more evidence to give me like uh, raised hackles. Yeah, yeah, super critical. Okay, so so there you go, and and so um, the they appreciate and mom appreciates completely who you've become on your own. But to remember now, and I'm I'm throwing this in as well with her that we learn how to love ourselves by the way we are treated. So we wind up repeating some of the same pattern, and it's not necessarily good love. So stop criticizing yourself and your work and allow yourself to, to, to just be and to just trust. And it's not a matter of having to believe in any one or any one thing. It's a matter of, okay, this is just out there. And, you know, some people can, can use it to help them and other people don't want to use it to help them. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make it real. It doesn't make it any less real. It makes it for your purpose. And mom is saying, trust yourself completely because the guidance is your old soul. You're an old soul and it had nothing to do with us. It has to do with you. And, and, and so, yes, there is a word. So I will ask you, um, have lately there been in any type of inspiration to do any kind of writing? No, no, none whatsoever. I don't agree with that. <laughs> um, something, and, and Mom is saying you take notes now. Where do you, what do you write down on notes and on pads? I haven't written anything anywhere other than uh, a failing bank balance. <laughs> okay, so, so and you don't, you don't write down notes of things that you either have to do or something? She's showing me a pad, and she's showing you figuring or writing down on the pad. What, what is it that you normally then write on a pad? Are you then figuring out bank balances or that Bank then? balances, trying to figure out some uh, costs. For, for work on a house that I'm trying to get done for, for here. and Oh, so you are doable. doing a lot of technical type yeah. of, of writing. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. DJ, so that's what she's run. showing me. She's showing me the pad. She's showing me the technical writing, okay? But that can get frustrating sometimes if you're just doing technical writing and not emotional writing. 
And that's, I think, what's meant to come out of you more is emotional writing. Just try it. Just sit down and decide, all right, let me just get some of my thoughts on paper here, whatever comes up, and see what comes out of you, because I think you're going to be really surprised, TJ, as to what comes out of you and what's inside of you. You're much more imaginative than you think you are. TJ, thanks for the call. We do appreciate it. Uh, We will continue with your calls with our guest, Vincent Jenna. Once again, we're going to go back to Buffalo. This time it's Karen from Buffalo, New York. Karen, you're on Beyond Reality Radio with Vincent Jenna. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Yes. I wanted to know if you could tell me anything for my two sons, Michael or Timothy, for the upcoming year. Okay, you said, hey, how are you? Good to meet you. You said Timothy, and who was the other one? Timothy and Michael. Michael, Timothy and Michael. Timothy and Michael for the upcoming year. Um, Okay, is it Timothy that's really emotional? Who was the one that really has more of, uh, shows their emotions a lot more, uh, or may even right now have some emotional issues? I'm seeing a mood swings for one particular boy over the other. Who is that? Is that Timothy or Michael? Michael. Oh, that's Michael? Hmm. Yes. He would be the typical one, but I'm not actually, Timothy is the one that's coming up as having some emotional things going on. It's, it's, a, it's a time for, for, first of all, let's start with Timothy. It's a time for Timothy to do some introspection because there's some things going on inside that he's not necessarily either sharing or in touch with or dealing with in the right way. Is he? Exactly, um, exactly, yeah, yes. It, it is that true? Yes. Okay, then he actually, see, always the one that shows their emotions actually is not a person who has trouble with them. It's usually the one that doesn't show them that you have to be more concerned about, okay? And so it's a time period where he's got to get things in order for himself. There's some um, uh, unsettlement as far as the direction that he's going in, and so he needs clarity, and so he needs to go within and, and start asking and start searching deep inside what's really going to bring him joy. Um, and 2020, he has to go more in the direction of joy. Now, now Michael, on the other hand, is very talented. Um, my, I don't know if Michael plays the guitar now, but he needs to pick up and learn the guitar. Well, he's also accordion. Okay, so he's getting close, um, and at least he's got an instrument there, but, uh, but he needs the guitar, and certainly if he can play one, he absolutely would be able to play the other with no problem, but he needs to get to it. The accordion he's not doing all the time, whereas the guitar, he has more reason, and I feel that he can actually get involved with some other people for fun. He needs to pull himself into his right brain and use his creativity. He's not using it as much as he really could be using Using it, and that's going to help him out a lot. Now, the relationship issues with both of them is, is kind of what I'm feeling. Um, uh, and w- which one? Because they're both coming up uh, with with these relationship things and and problems yeah. that I'm seeing Timothy, and issues. Um, which which one is the worst one? Who just who had a breakup? Who had a loss when it comes to to love? 
Timothy, the younger one. It is one. Timothy. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, that has to be cleared up, and he has to deal with that. And he's got to clean that, put it aside, start believing he's lovable, and, and start attracting. He's got to realize that he's the one who's attracting relationships. And if he doesn't believe in himself and love himself, he's not going to attract a positive relationship. So it, it's about self-healing for him in 2020. And for Michael, it's going to be about fulfillment, fulfilling his, 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 his talent, his creativity. It's really important for him. Um, and both of them can go in a very positive direction in within 2020. A lot of searching and, like I said, introspection for Timothy in 2019, okay? And a lot of support oh, and belief from that. your part, you so, not necessarily so correction or guidance. or You know, we, we have to learn when not to guide the kids anymore because it kind of makes them feel that we don't believe in them. So you want to do the reverse, and you want to make sure you let them know how much you believe in them, okay? Karen, thank you very much for the call. Let's go to another phone line we have from Colorado Springs. Michelle joining us on Beyond Reality Radio. Michelle, welcome to the program. You're on with Vince and Jenna. Hey, Michelle. Good to, I love Colorado Springs. What can I do for you this evening? I, uh, this is Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl, not Michelle. Okay, Cheryl. All Cheryl. right, Cheryl, go okay. ahead. I'm sorry about that, Cheryl. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so I've had a really rough 2019. I lost somebody I loved very, very much at the beginning of this year. And then I had to deal with a um, major surgery on one of my sons. I'm just wondering if there's any messages for me to help me get through. Okay, the, 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 the person's, okay, um, I'm feeling you deal, having to deal with all of this alone now. So the person that you love that you lost, was that in partnership then? Um, he was somebody that I think I should have married a long time ago, but we, we separated a long time ago and then reconnected recently, and then he passed away. And then he passed away. Okay, yeah. Um, um, and I'm feeling, uh, yeah, I'm feeling you, f- you're feeling very isolated and, and um, not a lot of people are understanding or can understand you or supporting, really give you comfort uh, because you, you have a tremendous amount of fear. And um, you're here, you're here because you're stronger than most. You're stronger than your family members. You're stronger than you even know you are. Um, um, he, 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 I'm getting believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. I didn't. I didn't believe in me. I didn't. My, my um, inner, um, he's, he's, for some reason he's pointing to, I can't tell if he's telling me, he's pointing to his chest and his heart. And I'm getting that he had a lot of emotional scars on his heart from his past. And, um, and, and a lot of those self-love issues, which is because he was up and down and up and down and with you, not with you, that at that time, confused about life, um, confused about himself. Uh, and, and so it all caught up with him, okay? And he doesn't want you thinking that you caused anything or that to, or to do no guilt. Harbor no guilt is what he's saying. Harbor no guilt. What are you feeling guilty about in his passing? Well, he he got extremely drunk and ended up dying um, because of it. Um, and right, but what, why, why are you feeling guilty over that? 
That was a choice he made. He's, he's saying, let go, let go of guilt. Could he be talking about some, some other guilt of, 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 of the two of you not being together first, you not thinking that you should have helped him more? He's saying you couldn't have helped him. Do you understand that? Yeah, I understand that. But, I, I, but, but I, I, I hear a but at the end of it. Um, you, you've, yeah, it, it's, it's not... It's not about you. You need to believe in yourself and believe that you're worth more. You know, this is not the end. There's more love for you, unconditional love and stable love. Stable. Um, he's saying you deserve stability um, and, and, and be strong. You're, you're going to be fine, and your son is going to be fine, and that was um, the... You're constantly feeling you had loss very early on in your life, very as a child. Um, loss. I'm, I'm feeling parental loss. So, uh, and that could be an emotional loss. It didn't have to be somebody actually passed, uh, parent passed. I'm I'm feeling definite emotional loss of complete parenting and love from then. So there's almost an unconscious expectation within you that you're not deserving enough, and that you're going to keep losing people that you love and. That's not true, um, and it's time for you to start recognizing that you deserve love and, and let go of the guilt and stop punishing yourself and things in 2020 and coming up for you. I, I know you're going to be grieving. You can't help that. Allow that. Let it go as, as best as it you, know, you, you can when it comes. Just feel it and then just release it. And, and you will grow from it, but, but I feel a stronger part of you coming out through all of this. I hope you begin to realize that. It, um, you're ju you've just attracted what you believed about yourself, and, and, and you guys, it, it wasn't necessarily going to work out anyway. It didn't in the beginning. You, you're, he says you deserve your knight in shining armor, and he wasn't a knight. That's coming from him, not me, okay? Um, but you do deserve a knight. And can you accept that? Yeah, I can accept that. Okay. okay. And no more, no more settling anymore. No more settling. Okay. You understand that? You understand what I mean by that, right? Yes. Yes. It I doesn't. Do. It doesn't mean that that it wasn't good for the two of you, but but it, it, it you both of you weren't at your best together. Cheryl, thank you for the call, and, and we certainly hope for uh, better things for you in 2020. Uh, next up, we have uh, Jolene from Kansas City, Missouri. Jolene, you're on Beyond Reality Radio. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Yes. I was just wanting a basic general reading of love life, family, past and present. So oh, that's a general reading for sure, and, a, and about an hour's length of time, Jolene, that <laughs> you yeah, would like. So I will give you what you need to hear the most, okay, Jolene? Jolene, you have a beautiful name. Unfortunately, we lost Jolene. but Oh, we lost Jolene. Yeah, but but hopefully she was she's still listening. So, for so much, there's a lot of energy there. Yeah. Um, continue what you were going to say, Vincent, because she may still be listening. Okay, if you're listening, Jolene, you 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 need to follow suit with the with the the beauty of the person that you are, and that's why I feel a fair, very strong energy of of a very compassionate, loving person who actually needs to put herself out in the world even more. 
um, to be around people more, to be able to help them more, not be afraid to give that advice that you are free to give. You, you like that. You enjoy that. Um, and 2020 seems to keep you very busy and engaged in the world and people's lives and even traveling and being around. Um, that's what you need. You need to really be around a lot of people and do some traveling. That's going to be the best thing, and that's very general right now until we can reconnect. Okay, Jolene, I just want you to know that. I think Jolene is back with us. Jolene, are you there? I am here. Okay. Hey, Jolene. Okay, so did you get to hear what I just said? I heard the end part of it. I didn't get to hear the beginning. Okay, Jolene is a very beautiful person, and it fits you perfectly. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. name. And you're a beautiful Thank person you. with a lot of love. And so so the higher ups, I'm talking about um, Source, I'm talking about your archangels, all of them are saying, put yourself out there more. The world needs to interact with you, and you need to interact with them even more so, because you've got good things to say to them. You've got good things to say for people. You're compassionate and very helping and healing. Um, did you just recently ha- t- either take care of somebody or help nurture somebody who is ill? Um, and, and it could have been within the past couple of months. There's just something very nurturing about your energy right now that you've been through. Who were you nurturing recently? I dog sat for my brother. That's it? Just dog sitting? Yes. <laughs> no, but this, uh, no, I'm getting more, I'm getting human, definitely human. So within, within this year, within 2019, there wasn't somebody that you were helping in some way intentionally? No, I have in the past, but it's been five years or more. It's been five years or more. I, I, mm-hmm. I want you to think about that because I have a feeling that you, you give more help than you know and that you're aware of, and you need to start becoming more aware of how helping you really are. And, and uh, Jolene, did you smoke at some time? Yes. Yeah, and, and are you doing that still? Yes. Yeah, you are. You gotta st- I'm, I'm giving you a warning. It's a very strong warning, okay? And I normally don't give that unless something is forming and, and going to be showing up very soon. You need to be paying attention to that. You need to be paying attention to your lungs. This may not be a great winter as far as getting cold and landing in your lungs and pneumonia, and that's because your, your lungs are weakening. Um, do the best you can with that, hon, and if you say the statement, I love myself so much I'm going to do whatever I need to do to have my greatest experience here on earth because I deserve it. That can give you the power and the motivation to take care of yourself the right way. So you need to get yourself out there in the world, be around people more, be more of guidance to them, and take care of your health now. Okay, Jolene, that's to you. And thank you. All right, thanks, Jolene. Any feel anything from my mother? Um, oh, oh, God. Mom is saying, listen, don't turn to me for your major guidance. I wasn't that guide on earth. I'm not that guide here. You've got better guides and angels around you all the time. They're wonderful. They're beautiful, and they love you. I'm, I don't have great words for you. I never did. Jolene, we want to thank you for the call. We're going to try to squeeze in one more caller. We have Arlene joining us 
from Boston, Mass. Arlene, you're on with Vincent Jenna. Hello, Arlene. Hi, Vincent. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, Go ahead. What's your question, question hon? It's mostly career-oriented uh, work. Um, I've been wanting to make a career change, but I'm, like, feeling a lot of resistance. It's like I'm asking for help, but I feel like, uh, like they're not helping, really. It's, I don't know. Well, that's because you're expecting them to make the decision for you. That's what they just told me. They said you already have the decision. You're not trusting it. You need to move on. You're absolutely right. This is the part of your life where you're meant to feel rewarded and completely fulfilled, which you aren't now. And you're just not, they are talking to you. <laughs> a lot of times we hear from them, and for some reason we want to hear something other than what we're hearing because we don't trust what we're hearing because it sounds like us. And they're saying that's exactly right. What makes you think you're wrong? That's all I keep hearing. What makes you think you're wrong? What makes you think that you shouldn't be doing what you want to be doing? What, what was it that you, that, that, I'm not getting a clear understanding of the area that you wanted to go into. What was that? Um, basically get back into office work, but it just seems like every single time I turn around, it's like a no, 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 no. No, that's because um, you're choosing the wrong office work. I the area because it's just, there's just too much competition for like office work. No, that's actually that. No, not the office work that you're meant to do. You're thinking of the wrong thing. Um, have you ever tried to help out a nonprofit or work for a nonprofit? Yeah, actually, I wanted to do nonprofit. That's exactly um, what you should then see. That's what I'm talking code, about. What you know? They're not letting me do this one job. Okay, open the door in your mind and stop narrowing it because that's the reason why you're not getting anything because you're shutting the door because you're choosing the things you really don't want or believe in. You need to go after something you believe in, something that makes you feel fulfilled in the work that you're doing, not just a job, and the door will be open to it, but it definitely is in nonprofit. You can help and you've got great organizational skills and abilities, and start thinking bigger rather than smaller. Stop confining yourself. Arlene, okay? we want to thank you very much for the call. Vincent, unfortunately, we're out of time. Oh, wow, man, that time goes by fast, it does, doesn't it? Two hours goes by quickly. Again, the website is vincentjenna.com. Vincent, also radio host of Stop Stopping Yourself on Unity Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We look forward to that first book as well. Thank you, Vincent. Uh, thank you for having me. It was great being here, Bruce. You take care, and take care to all the listeners out there. And a happy Thanksgiving coming up in a couple, in a month. Again, our thanks go out to Vincent Jenna, psychic, for joining us these last two hours. What's coming up the next few nights? Well, tomorrow's Friday night. That's the best of show highlights from previous editions of Beyond Reality Radio. And then on Monday, we look forward to the return of JV. Uh, he'll start Monster Week, a conversation with Constantinos on Monday night. He's an occult author, and he'll present the occult truth behind vampires and werewolves. That should be a good kickoff 
to Monster Week. We thank you for joining us. Beyond Reality Radio is hosted by Jason Hawes and J.V. Johnson and produced by Alexandria Johnson and Slick Eddie Edwards for Intercom Radio. Beyond Reality Radio is distributed by Westwood One Radio Networks. Stop by our Facebook page and say hello. Follow the hosts on Facebook as well. For Jason Hawes, follow at JasonHawes.Taps. For J.V. Johnson, follow at JVJParanormal. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Radio or you have a suggestion for a guest, contact Slick Eddie Edwards at SlickEddieEdwards at gmail.com. Be sure to visit our chat room as well at beyondrealityradio.com. Thanks for listening.